Family from the Heart podcast episode number 369. Welcome to another episode of the Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind the scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. We're back. Hey, Steph, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing well. Yeah. Considering. Considering. Yes. Did we talk about last week that I was sick or did that happen since last week? I think it happens. I don't know. <laughs> I think it happened since last week. Because I don't remember talking about it last week. If we did talk about it, we talked about how you should have. I don't know. I don't think so. Let me okay. look at the topics I because I wrote down everything. No, we did not talk about getting sick last week. Okay. So, hey, guys, <laughs> first time in two years I've been sick. So, uh, which is good, I guess, but not good that I'm actually sick. But uh, I think I'm about halfway through it. I just came down with a sinus infection, and I think it turned into a bit of an upper respiratory infection, and finally went and saw the doctor probably about three days later than I should have. But um, yeah, anyway, I'm on some augmentin. uh, Yeah, it's augmentin, I think, is what they call it, antibiotics. And yep. some mucinex and all that good jazz. And mm-hmm. I'm not completely feeling myself yet. I, you know, well enough that uh, it only cost us two. D- I think it cost me two days of working out. But um, it's it still, I, I'm, even though we worked out th- today and what was that Monday? It was, yeah. I'm still not completely. Just yesterday I wasn't feeling well. Right. But um, just not completely feeling myself yet. Uh-huh. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. And uh, one thing I will say, Steph, is I do not have anything listed for this week's episode to talk about, except for being sick. So there you go. I just talked about that. Being sick. (laughs) My topic contribution for this episode is now complete. Awesome. It's not so bad. I mean, mean, it is going around, though, for our family and stuff. So, Yes, you're not the only one sick. Nope. But uh, when I'm sick, it like brings my world to a screeching halt in a way because I'm a big baby when it comes to being sick. You are. And it does. It does. I'm not used to having less than a hundred percent energy. Okay. What? Nothing. I was processing. You were processing. Okay. I was, I, I couldn't tell if you were processing or were you fact checking? It's like, let me think about that. No, I was processing. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> kind of reminds me of the debates where Hillary Clinton says, and if you want to check my website, you can hear all all the claims that are being made. You can they're no fact comment. checking around. No comment. Yeah, no comment here either. Yeah. <laughs> the election the el- I'm enjoying my comments inside my head though. <laughs> I bet you are. <laughs> I, re- I really am. I had um I was waiting for McKenna at hip hop the other night and um got a call from um this student at the University of Cincinnati wanted me to participate in a survey. And so she's asking me just different questions about my physical activity and my eating habits. And, you know, are there good, safe um, sidewalks to walk in in our neighborhood? And, you know, like, like all kinds of. And then she starts. She asks me, you know, if I'm a Republican or a Democrat. And so I answer. And then she asks me if I'm like. What was it, it was a strong or like, 
Anyway, I said, wait a minute, isn't my American right not to answer this question? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't have to tell you. You didn't have to answer the phone. I know. You didn't have, you didn't have to stay Actually, on the phone. I answered the phone on accident. And I mean, it didn't hurt me. I'm just sitting in the car waiting for McKenna. It's not like it killed me. Do you ever but, think about just making stories up? <laughs> I think about making stories up all the time. <laughs> Like, but, you know, what's the you know. Qu- what was the question about the the sidewalks? Are there safe sidewalks to walk in our neighborhood? Gotcha. To to walk, bike, or to walk, bike, or something else on. So anyway, but um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it was just it was just a you know survey survey. It it was it was no big deal. You know, um, she asked me about smoking in Kentucky. That was a fun to answer, and um. And if I voted in the 2015 governor election, and I mean, it was just, it was just a survey, but I said, don't, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't have a problem answering them, mm-hmm. but it's just, um, it was fun. It was fun. It was. It sounds like it. I was laughing. She was laughing at me. It was, you know, she keeps asking me a, the question and then she'll name off like these answers that she wants me to to use, you know, to answer strong or moderate or, you know, whatever. And, um, and I'm just, I'm laughing and it was fun. Nice. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, that's this week's episode. of That's, probably, that's probably one of the downsizes <laughs> that, that downsizes. That's probably one of the, the negatives that would be in the list of porting our home phone to my cell phone number like so many years ago is that oh, I yeah. still because it looks like a landline it does. number and um and I still get all I get all kinds of calls well, I don't answer all I, of them I wonder if that actually makes any difference at all anymore I don't know anymore well she asked me how many how many home um how many phones are in your home that are not cell phones zero <laughs> and I said I said zero I said, I don't even have any phone jacks in my home. We have zero phone jacks. I built jacks. a house with no phone jacks. And she thought that was funny. Yeah. Yeah. We have Ethernet jacks, but we don't have phone jacks. No phone jacks. So it was... But yeah, I don't know that that really matters anymore. It did in the beginning, you know, when we first... Did, but I normally... I don't answer my phone if it's a number I don't recognize. I don't... Unless make- like... So here's the thing. If it's... um, If Megan's at work... And I get a call after a certain time. Um, chances are it's her calling me from a friend's phone. Her phone died or something. I mean, mm-hmm. so there are very rare occasions where I'll answer an um, the phone when it's not programmed with a number that, you know, when right. it's not coming up as a name. But not a lot. Yeah. And I was just bored and wanted to have some fun. So I took a survey. Nice. I like it. <laughs> It very well could have been mean if it was somebody who was calling to like, you know, give me a student loan or offering for me to pay off my student loan that I don't have. And, you know, but it wasn't. It was just a survey. That's cool. Oh, uh, we have something happening this weekend or this week, this tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, easy for me to say. Right. I know. So tomorrow we are going to see Carrie Underwood. We are. At U.S. Bank Arena. Yes, we are. I'm actually listening to her in my earbud right now. 
Are you really? I am. How can you possibly do it that? It actually keeps me focused. Does it really? It does. That's insane. Yeah. Well, we I don't all imagine. work like you. I know. I cannot even imagine doing that. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we have a very good friend who has been a part of our community all the way back to the earliest lost days, the lost podcast days. Yeah. His name is Scott Sheriff. And Scott happens to play keyboards for Carrie Underwood. He does. Or a keyboard. Huh. Or maybe there's more than one. I don't know. Anyway, but he, he Piano plays. Piano too. He, uh, he, he plays keyboard for um, Carrie Underwood. And he says, hey, we're going to be in town. Do you want some tickets? And so <laughs> we've gotten some good tickets. And tomorrow we're going to go and take him out to dinner. And I guess we'll, one, at least one half of us will really enjoy Carrie Underwood tomorrow. <laughs> One half of us will. The, the fun thing is, this is something that um, concerts have become something that I enjoy like later. I didn't go to a lot of concerts when I was younger. And um, and this is one that I never thought that I would go to with you. Right. I figured if I ever went to see Carrie Underwood, I'd, I'd go with Megan. Or, you know, someone else who likes Carrie Underwood. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it really is only because Scott plays in her band that you're going with me. Pretty much. That That's not entirely. Y- yes, it is. That's the only reason I why we're going. But, I, I, but what I will tell you is that I actually, while I do not like 98% of Carrie Underwood's music. <laughs> what? <laughs> So so basically, if she has a hundred <laughs> songs, there's probably two that I I would I would say I actually enjoy. Okay. Um, I can think of one like the what's the one the blow it all away or whatever. Blown away. Blown away. That's mm-hmm. a good song. Um, mm-hmm. the one that's you know she's gonna cut and slit your tires because you cheated on her. What's that one? <laughs> It's her old. It's her old. <laughs> it's before know. he cheats. Yeah, before he cheats. Song. Or, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. So there, there's at least two songs that I know that I like. And sure, she did a really good job of "How Great Thou Art." Um, and I love that you said she did an amazing job. Yeah, she did. Of, I mean, don't. She did. Don't downplay it. She has seventy-two songs. Okay, so se- out of seventy-two <laughs> songs, I okay. In all fairness, there's because probably have- about five songs that that I would say. I enjoy. I would never want to hear any of them back to back because that, that, I mean, I'm just saying. On repeat like I have over the last. (laughs) But um, You're such a big baby. You've been listening to the same song, one song, not even a whole album. I haven't done it in a couple of weeks now, but I know what you're talking about. I'm pretty sure you mean a couple of days, maybe a week. It's been a little bit longer um, than The same song on repeat over and over and over again off of the Harry Potter soundtrack. Yeah, if, if I like so you a song. You don't need to play it because we don't need to hear it. Okay, fine. I see how you are. Okay, good. But, um, so off of her albums, there are se- there are 72 songs. Yeah, the, but anyway, the one thing I can say that I like about Carrie Underwood, there are a couple things. Um, number one, I like... Her thighs, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> They're perfect. <laughs> That's not what I was going to say. But what I was going to say is I actually like her story because she started out on American Idol, right? Mm -hmm. And so I like that, you know, I like her beginnings, her her origin story as a superhero. 
Um, so I like her origin story and she just is a very down to earth kind of person. Mm -hmm. And she has obviously risen to the highest heights that you can. I mean, her and Taylor Smith Swift are the two, I think, biggest female country stars that have ever come out of nowhere, as, as at least at their age anyway. Um, you know, I know that there you could argue for some other folks, but at, at least, you know, in to our you. in our time at their age, it's it's just been a, a meteor meteoric rise to fame. And yet both of these girls, I, I believe, obviously, I think that fame changes you. I mean, it changes your perspective. It changes your environment. It changes your financial situation on so many levels. But at but they still seem somewhat grounded to who they were before, both Taylor and Carrie. Okay. And I can respect that. I mm-hmm. and, and the reason why I say this is is that I actually do follow Carrie Underwood on Instagram. Okay. And I really appreciate the times when she will post photos of herself with her kids. Or is it just one Kid. child? Yeah, one just child. one. Mm-hmm. But anyway, unless you count her puppies, which (laughs) but she she's posted photos of her just doing mom stuff. Yep. In mom clothes. Yep. And without all the makeup and everything like that. And I guarantee you, here's what I can tell you. Even though I've seen her, I've I've only seen a couple of she doesn't post those all the time. Right. right? But what I can tell you is that if I were to see Carrie Underwood without all of her makeup on and and her sweatpants or whatever, just regular, normal, every, you know, whatever, I would not be able to pick pick her out of a crowd. Like if I was walking, if we were sitting in a restaurant and she was there and she she looks just like normal without being done up and stuff like that, um, I don't think I'd pick her out of a crowd. And I think that that's what's. I think it's what's cool is that she reveals that side of her because it's very possible that some people could come away thinking Carrie Underwood always looks like Carrie Underwood. Right. Like does, like like this. Yeah. <laughs> the album cover and and you know she doesn't. This this day she probably sat in a chair for hours having her hair done and yeah. her makeup done and you know picking out the right clothes for the for the but for I'm the talking about cover. like and so many, on the everyday the eyelashes yeah, the, I mean the the make all that stuff but I mean obvi- but she does obviously take care of herself I mean she's working out and she you know she's earned those thighs those aren't thighs oh, that she I know. just puts on when no I know <laughs> but but still I I just think she's I I I like the fact that she's able to be honest and real and authentic in social media mm-hmm. about who she is mm-hmm. and I, I love when she I, talks about she she folds her own laundry while she's on yeah she's on tour somebody else isn't doing she's doing her own laundry she's you know i you're right she's real yeah and that's why and that's and that's why i admire her and that's why you know when scott said hey do you guys want some tickets you know and by the way we actually had had to pay for these tickets yeah. uh but that's just the whole way that 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 program works but anyway uh, we got a discounted rate and we're going to have really good seats from what I understand. But um, what I'm just going to say is the reason why I'm interested in going isn't because I'm interested in her music. The The number one reason is because I know that you absolutely love Carrie Underwood. I do. And I, and I, and I want the joy of taking you to see her. I do. We had a... Um, I enjoy watching you have such a great time. And yeah. that is going to... I'm going to tell you, I'm going to have a good time tomorrow night. It's not because I love Carrie Underwood's music, because I don't, but I'm going to love 
you enjoying that experience. Yes. Does that make sense? It does. Absolutely. It's the same thing with Zach Brown um, yeah. over over the summer. And I had a fantastic time yep. at Zach Brown. I did too. It was incredible. Um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to tomorrow night. Yeah. I am. Oh, the, I was, I'm, st- by the way, I am still, for the record, I am still very much bummed that they did not play my two favorite songs I at Zach Bound. I know. You know, actually, um, on the Echo up in the kitchen, I um had I had it playing um Zach Brown on Shuffle one day and they played a um live version of that song that Junkyard Br- or Junkyard. their dad song. No, Junkyard. They played a live version of Junkyard, and I didn't actually like it. Really? <laughs> yes. That's funny. And it was it really took me by surprise because I loved that song, and I think it would be incredible to watch them just like totally rock out to that song. But I, you I wonder feel if, it. I wonder the, if you would have been there if you would have actually enjoyed. That's what it, I'm though. saying. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I would love to watch them to see them like really have that. But um, but I wasn't feeling that through the um, through the recording. Through the recording. That makes sense. Yeah. So, but um, so we're talking about Carrie. Bring up Zach. Um, when we got married, I thought and thought and had the hardest time coming up with a song to dance with my dad to. Okay. It was like next to impossible. Um, what did I settle on? Butterfly Kisses by um Somebody. Um Carlisle. Bob Car Bob Carlisle? Is that his name? I don't Sounds know. Like something. It. Anyway, it's been a long time. Probably haven't heard that song, you know, since then. Um, but I wasn't happy with it. I really felt like I was settling. I had to choose something and, and so that that's that's what I went with. I didn't feel like it really described that moment or or how i felt or or anything but um but over the summer or or even back in the spring or whenever i first heard um i'll be your man which is a song for a daughter that zach brown um has on his new album and fell in love with it it is an incredible song and i thought this is an awesome song like this song describes my relationship with my dad yeah I really felt that and um, and was in love with it. And so then I'm, you know, like I, I really need to start listening to Carrie's new album or I'm going to get to the, I'm going to get to the um, concert and not know any of the new music. And um, listening to the album, um, trying, trying to learn it and, probably on like my third listen through I really catch this one song and it just kind of sticks with me and it's titled um the girl you think I am and the the fun thing is like the Zach Brown song is written from a dad's perspective mm-hmm. okay but this one um the girl you think I am is written from the daughter's perspective and about having um about having a man who believes in you and you can't believe in yourself um knows that you can do anything that you i mean it's just aside from like reading off the lyrics to you it's just it's a really great song and so the first time i heard it i was like this is like exactly how i feel about my relationship with my dad right hands down 
the next time it came on after after so it's probably like the fifth time I've heard it now because it took like the third time before I really caught what it was you know what it was saying and then um and so the, the I I the next time I was like even better even better than that being how I feel about my dad is that that's the kind of man that I've chosen for my daughters. Right. And so not only do I have that, but they have that as well. And anyway, it, it was just, I think I cried. It was such an emotional moment. Um, and this is a Carrie Underwood song? Yeah. It's, and what's it called? It's called The Girl You Think I Am. Cool. Yeah. And it, it's it's beautiful. It's, it's a beautiful song. Um, and once I really caught it and what it was saying, it, it moved me. Awesome. Very cool. Music moves me all the time. But. It does. You always have music going nonstop. I do. I do. It keeps me grounded. Yeah. It does. I like music a lot too. I, I listen yeah. to a lot of music. I, I I I prefer silence in certain circumstances. I and, can't handle silence. But uh, definitely, definitely understand your passion for music. Yeah. Cool. So what else is going on? Uh, well, on the on the topic of music mm-hmm. um so we have you know the girls dance and matthew has you know his esports club that he does at school and robotics and but also we have choir mm-hmm. right that that's what that's what megan and matthew are um no not most involved in but anyway choir is is a big part of that's something they're both invo- involved. They're in both together. involved in together, and um, so last week we had, and even better than that is that there's no e on the end of choir. Um, even better than that is that they are currently part of um, the choir that I was part of when I was in high school. Right. So this past week has been a big choir week. We had uh, the talent show at. Um, School on Thursday night, mm-hmm. which our talent show has always been um, students from the school, mostly from choir, who are then um, who audition and perform solo acts. And then also each choir will perform probably two songs and then the whole choir together, all the classes combined will perform one. And um, so we went on Thursday night and I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, it was as well. Really good. Matter of fact, I will d- tell you, there were three, I believe, solo acts that were just stunning. One of them was a uh, what do you call it? A, a song that she wrote herself. An original. Original. Thank you. She wrote her own. She's a freshman. She's, She's a freshman. Yeah. She sang uh, with just her guitar, so acoustic, mm-hmm. and it was called Outcast, and it was incredible. McKenna loved it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, very talented girl. And there were a couple other solo acts that were really good. There were a couple terrible ones, but uh, there. <laughs> no, but, no, there were a couple like, how'd you make it? I don't yeah. understand. <laughs> but, but, um, and then of course they this year they they expanded the rock and roll band that that was David <laughs> and the Dooleys last year. Yeah. And uh, this year they combined it with the horn section and incredible they did a great job they absolutely really did. incredible yeah. band and yeah fun stuff 
It was really good. So after after but having, there was no music. Why don't they have like? I mean, it's like dancers and music. But why not? I would. I want somebody to come up and be like a stand-up comedian, That's, or I want somebody to be a magician. Those are okay. talents. They they are. Um, they probably did things like. Do they that. not have any body contortionists or anything like that? Um, no, Connor. <laughs> no. All right. Um. I think we had, I mean, I remember having a couple acts like that when I was in school. So it just is whoever auditioned. Yeah. Yeah. And um, McKenna says that when she's in high school, she is going to do a hip hop uh, act from Hamilton. And she would rock it. And she will rock it. Because that kid can rap some good Hamilton. (laughs) Yes, she can. (laughs) She she really can. So um, after that, then on Friday... Um, Megan and Matthew and I headed down to Lexington for um, UK um, Honor Choir. Yes, which is they, it's actually called like the Bluegrass Choral Festival or something like that. Anyway, but um, but we went to to Honor Choir down at um, University of Kentucky, and the, again the kids had a fantastic time. They got to hang out with all of their choir friends, and um, they learned. Five pieces of music um, between Friday night and Saturday morning and afternoon, and then had a performance um, late Saturday afternoon, and it was such a good time. It was they did they did a really good job. Awesome. And I love, excuse me, I love that they like doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they enjoy doing that. And so while I was in Lexington, I met Andrea. Oh yes. Um, and, uh, we decided to meet at Chick-fil-A for breakfast and, um, sat there for three hours. (laughs) They were serving lunch by the time we left. That's funny. It was good. It was good to just sit and have some girl talk and to meet, to meet her. And she's no longer just, you know, a Facebook friend. She, I I now know her. I can call her my friend. That that is awesome. I'm so glad that you guys got a chance to connect. It was cool. Sweet. All right, it's your turn. You got to make something up now. <laughs> well, I, the only thing is I can tell you is, again, I've been sick. I, we covered that at the beginning. So that, that's been on my mind. Uh, I have been doing my podcasting A to Z course, which has been keeping me busy, which is good. I have had a project that's been, I mean, if you think about from this time last week all the way through now, I have accomplished something so huge that's been and not like Donald huge, not Donald Trump huge, but just like in my own mind huge. But um, anyway, you did not think that was funny at all. No, I didn't. But um, anyway, something that is so huge for me because it's been something I've been wanting to do for not just past year. I would say for the past three to five years in my business, something that is so important to me, uh, and it is coming up with a really good email strategy for my business, an email marketing strategy, and just making, you know, taking this to a whole new level by creating content that I know will be extremely valuable for the specific people who are receiving it. And also when it comes to using my mailing list, I've only used it for the last several years to market products and services, which by the way, I don't feel guilty about because my mailing list opt-in form up until this point has said, hey, 
Uh, it, please sign up for my mailing list if you would like to be notified the next time I have a new product or service to sell you. I mean, it, I mean, it, it's a, worded just slightly better than that, but it, it that's what it says. So that's what I've been using it for. But the problem that I've had is that, you know, I've got all these different people on my mailing list. Some of them have a podcast. Some of them don't have a podcast. And those who don't have a podcast, some of them want to create one eventually. And some of them have no interest at all in ever creating a podcast. Some of them have an online business, some of them don't, so some of them might be interested in some of the business things that I've got going on, some of them could care less. So the, the thing is though, is when it comes out to, when it comes to marketing my podcasting A to Z course, I send the same message out to every single person. You know, thousands of people on this mailing list and everybody got the same email. Hey, my next session of A to Z, if you're thinking about launching a podcast and you haven't, the thing is, I know that with thousands of people on there, probably half of them already have a podcast. And so that's been a little bit frustrating to me that I'm, I'm being inefficient in my communication to my audience. And, you know, the one thing that I have been able to do over the last couple of years is I have found a way to, in, with my old system so that when I'm marketing podcasting A to Z, I'm not, sending, I'm not marketing it to the people who have already gone through it with that message, it would be kind of a silly thing for me to, but anyway, I moved over to a new mailing system that allows me to automate um, things in a very unique way. And so I can send a survey inside of an email and say, click one of the the links below that best describe who you are. And so it's like, that. one of the th- options is, I don't have a podcast and I currently have no interest in starting one. Uh, the second option would be I I don't have a podcast, but I would like to create one at some point in the future. One would be um, I have a podcast which I've cre- which I've started within the last twelve months, and I have a podcast, and I've been podcasting for more than twelve months. And then the final one would say I have a podcast, but I haven't produced, but I'm not currently producing any new episodes for it, which means they've stopped. So what will happen is if they click any one of those links, it automatically in the background adds a tag, which then lets me know who those people are. And of course, once they click on it, if they tell me any of those, except for I'm, I don't have a podcast and I'm not interested, they automatically get put into my weekly newsletter, which will be valuable, highly valuable tips and advice and uh tactics and strategies and software options for podcasters that will be extremely valuable to those people. So every week they'll get some kind of extremely valuable insight from me, which I've not been doing consistently. I have done that in the past, but again, sometimes those extremely highly valuable tips are things if you have a business, but there's a lot of people on my list that have a podcast, but they don't have any business pursuits right now or any desire to. But so now... It's going to help me stay focused on making sure that the content that I'm sending out to anybody on my mailing list, that it applies to who they are and where they are. And so, and then of course, it'll be nice when I go to market my next A to Z course, I can send one message to the people who don't have a podcast, but want to start one. And I can actually say, hey, for those of you who uh, just started your podcast within the last 12 months, here are some reasons why now would be a great time to get some of those questions that you've been, you know, wrestling with over the, how do, how do I get the, that, for, how do I get over my first 500 subscribers? What can I do to take my, to promote my show better or whatever? I'd love to be your coach for the next four weeks. 
And then I could send a separate message to the people who say, hey, I, you know, I've, I've been podcasting for three to five years now. What on earth would I ever gain from value of being in A to Z? And I can explain a couple of examples of people who are were in that situation and what they, value they got out of it. So I can, I'll, I'll, when I do market my A to Z course, it's going to just seem so much more, it, it's going to seem like I'm in touch with who these people are. And I think that that's going to be very valuable. And so I've spent a lot of time working out the workflows, the questions I'll ask, how that all comes out. And the most important thing that I'm excited about is that my mailing list is no longer going to be just marketing products and services, but it's going to be actually providing tons of ongoing, very consistent value to people moving forward. So that's that's what I've been working on. And that's taken a lot of my time. Yeah, it has. Yeah. And because of that, that's that's pretty much what my week has been. That and being sick. <laughs> oh, and I'm watching Legends of Tomorrow now. You are. Because Matt convinced me. He said it's on Netflix and uh, yeah. So I'm writing down because I, I keep a list of all the things we talk about. So that next week I'll know. But uh, email list stuff and then Legends of Tomorrow is another DC uh, comics TV show on the, the w- CW. The CW. Why did I almost call it the WB? Not sure. It used to be the WB way back when. So Legends of Tomorrow is an offshoot, I would say, uh, out of the um, series The Arrow, The Green Arrow, or just Arrow. Although it does have some connections to Flash. What? Well, I was just, I think it came out of both of them. Oh, you know what? I would say that's, a fair, that's a fair statement because yeah. it has the... You know, the because the, it has the, some characters that we met on Arrow, but it has some characters that we met on Flash as well. So you're, you're right. It came yeah, you're, out of, ab- you're absolutely right. They it's, used both of those shows to introduce the characters for this show. You're absolutely correct. It's got the two brothers from Prison Break. I know. And Isn't there supposed to be like a special mini series of of Prison Break, like a mini season? I heard that. Up? When's that coming out? I don't know. It I'm sh- gonna look. That you should keep be talking. out already. You keep talking, but it has Wentworth Miller and um, the other one that I can't remember yeah. right now. But Legends of Tomorrow is really good. It reminds me a lot of Doctor Who, and the reason why is because remember Rory from Doctor Who? He's in Legends of Tomorrow. He's like the main character. Dominic Purcell. That's his name. Who? the uh, the brother that's, of yeah, Lin- that's, yeah, yeah. that's Lincoln right um yes he played Lincoln um so there will be does it say when it starts okay so they're listed as January they're so um there's IMDB says that there are nine episodes and so it'll start after the Christmas break like is that shows- gonna be on TV or is it like a Netflix or no Amazon? it looks like no Fox has been okay the first time I saw it was announced on Fox. Gotcha. So Fox will run it because that's where the original series ran. Yeah. But um. so anyway, it's called Prison Break, the sequel. Cool. And, uh, but anyway, Legends of Tomorrow reminds me a lot of Doctor Who. So it's got space and time travel, which mm-hmm. is good. It's got the superhero Rory aspect. from Doctor Who. Did you say that yes, already? Yes, I did. Okay. Um, so it's, it's a very good show. I'm seven episodes into the first season and it's available on Netflix here in the U S so it's, it's worth watching if you enjoy that kind of show and it, we haven't seen Supergirl yet. I think we have two or three episodes. Two. Of it. 
available to us right now on our DVR. It's now on the CW. And I think that uh, from what we're seeing from the promos on the TV that Callista Flockhart is in this new season. She was in the commercial that they showed um, when we were out the other day. And she's been in a couple commercials that I've seen elsewhere. So Here's hoping. Yep. So what else? Um, I what I was gonna say something else. Oh, I I finished up um, Heroes that that Heroes Revolution or whatever the new version of Heroes Heroes Reborn. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I had started that when it first started on TV, and then I got way behind. And just recently, I I finished like the last three or four episodes. It was, it, it kind of reminds me of the first time Heroes was on. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's entertaining enough to keep your interest, but boy, it's not something that you look forward to instantly watching the next episode. So it's not like something I would ever binge watch. Right. It's something like I was happy to say, oh, there's absolutely nothing else on television. I can watch this I episode d- of Heroes. Exactly. And then I finished that episode. And I'm like, there's got to be something on live TV worth watching commercials before i watch another episode of this show so while i'm glad that i actually made it through and i'm looking forward to maybe a new season of heroes reborn when it comes back um it's not if they canceled it and it never shows up again you'd be okay i'd be okay yeah but if it comes on i'll watch it and that would be cool all right yeah that's where I stand on that. That's where you stand on that. Yeah, I never watched Heroes Reborn. It was hard enough to watch Heroes the first time around. Yeah. Yeah. They started that's one that started it, off fantastic and it then started just off struggled. Great. Struggled. Save the cheerleader, save the world. Right. Yeah. Fun stuff. What else? Nothing. Do I, I mean, have to come really, up with anything else? I'm I don't know. I mean, this is what this is all we've done in the last seven days. So I'm trying to think, is there anything else we've done in the last seven days? I'm telling you right now, this is all we've done. That was it. The kids went to the dentist yesterday. Do you want to talk about that? Because they hate it. Health insurance. Let's not talk about it. That's another question they asked me on the survey. I said, can my answer be it's a joke? (laughs) (laughs) They're they're, they're playing a joke on us, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So so we have to start looking for, I guess, our policy cancels at the end of the year. Policy cancel. Yeah, yeah. And then we have to start shopping every year, for, and it's like this is getting ridiculous. Yeah, and it's like now we the only thing that's going to be available is an HMO. I mean, come on, seriously, people. I know. Uh, Way to back you into a corner. Yep. Anyway, uh, you know that that gets me whole into another political thing, and it's of course that that is one of four, well, at least one of two major reasons why I'm voting the way that I'm voting. But right, yeah. But we're not going to get into politics. We are not going to get into politics. That is not what we're going to do here. No. So yeah, that that that's it. You know, that's. I mean, that's what's been going on this week. If we're going to do an episode about what's been going on this week, that's it. That's it. You've been working a lot, and you've been sick, so we're behind on TV. I was out of town, so we're behind on. I mean, that this is what we've. Yeah. Did we see any movies? I saw a movie. That's there. You go. You went to see Snowden. Ha, I I went to go see the movie Snowden, and the Snowden had uh the, it was oh gosh I'm gonna forget Justin Gordon Levitt or is that Josh his, what isn't it Josh No I don't know Justin that doesn't uh, sound right Yeah I don't know 
Go ahead, keep talking. See, see if you can fuck Gordon Lovett Hewitt. I, 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 <laughs> you're terrible at this. I don't remember his name either, but now part of it's just because you've messed me up. But I do know that you said that it was Shailene Woodley. Shailene Woodley. That's was, not what you said when girlfriend. you came home. I know. It's just like, do you mean Shailene Woodley? Because I was with Joseph. It's Joseph Gordon Lovett. There you go. So we were both I knew wrong. it started with a J. Yeah. What I, I already forgot. Joseph Love Gordon Lovett. <laughs> Joseph Gordon Lovett. It's actually Lovett. I pronounced Lovett. it correct incorrectly. Okay. So, so anyway. anyway, that so it has him as uh Edward Snowden and then Shailene Woodley mm-hmm. plays his girlfriend in the in the movie. And Nicholas Cage is also in the movie, which I did not know that Nicholas Cage was in this movie. And it's all about Edward Snowden, the guy who worked with the NSA, who helped he he's Known today by some as a hero and whistleblower, some he is a conv- he, he is an accused spy, and um, he is currently living in Russia. Uh, he's actually in the third year of his three year asylum there. Um, so he's got. I guess he's got to figure out what he's going to do now. Whether they're going to extend that or whatever, but um, it told it talked about the sto- his story of how he came to understand about this mass surveillance. Uh, stuff that was happening you know mm-hmm. the the stuff where people have connected devices to the internet at all times that have cameras that are connected that can mm-hmm. be activated from from the outside without your webcam video being on and your microphones turned on and you know it, you know with your amazon echoes in every room of your house they could be listening to you right now um, i like when my kids talk to them yeah. like as if they're listening yeah. to us you know that they they will yeah, our kids will speak to whoever's just, listening. Yes, exactly. You just you just should always assume that you're being watched mm-hmm. and or listened to. If you have a cell phone in your pocket and it's got an internet connection, you you should assume that you're being listened to. Yep. That, that's that's how things are today. So um, yeah, but anyway, Snowden it, it talks about how he became aware of it. Um, his crisis of conscience of why he made the decisions of of re, you know taking this information and leaking it and you know I I would say I probably lean on the side of, I, I I'm conflicted to be honest with you I'm I, I'm conflicted on the idea of mass surveillance honestly I think there's I think there's good reason for potentially doing it um, there's obviously something in this movie where that where information was used in a bad way mm-hmm. um and and i can definitely seeing that that problem um the problem i i have is is just the you know is there a right to privacy do people have the right to know when their information is being collected without their knowledge uh certainly the fact that you know anybody anybody uh, in the NSA could turn on a webcam and the people not know that that webcam's been turned on. I mean, there, there, there are some concerns, but at the same time, how do you, how do you sneak up and collect information on potentially, you know, massive threats such as uh, terrorists and things like that? Um, so I, I, I listen to a lot of tech podcasts, so I'm conflicted on the idea of mass surveillance. I'm also conflicted on the the idea of Edward Snowden taking the information and then leaking it. Um, I, I can see the argument for him being charged as a spy, you know, and, and, and 
uh, you know, theft of government property and that you know, putting potentially putting people's lives at risks risk as, because of what was leaked. Um, at the same time, I think the American public did need to know, and I do. I believe the government what did lie, Un, you know, under oath in congressional hearings. I I believe they boldfaced lied that and said that this is not happening when in fact it was. And of course, then once it was leaked, then all of a sudden some government officials, including the highest office in the land, finally came forward and said, "Okay, yeah, we're doing this, and this is why we're doing it, and this is why we're going to." And then all of a sudden, they, you know, there was enough backlash because of this that they, they started to change their policy. And so it actually ended up, I believe, potentially doing some good. And so, yeah, I don't know. I, I enjoyed seeing the movie. The movie was done well. And, and yeah, I'm glad I went and saw it. Oh, good. It was at the cheap theater. Yes. The discount theater. The one where it's no longer in the big theaters. It didn't last in the big theaters that very long, for a very long period of time. I had never time. even... yeah so we had an hbo weekend like a free preview weekend yeah uh so i did actually watch some other movies um i watched terminator what is that called terminator what what is it Genesis. terminator genesis we just so you know they can't hear you when you're that far off so terminated genesis was but you heard me and i was speaking i know sorry i had a cramp i had to move that's fine um, but Terminator Genesis was good. Arnold Schwarzenegger still has it. Um, I did not watch, or at least I don't even remember watching the original Terminator movies. I remember they were huge back in the day. But um, anyway, I watched this and and I I found it enjoyable. Uh, not riveting or anything like that. I'm, it's not like I'm like boy, I'm glad I actually watched that movie. But it was it was good. I it, it kept my interest and it was entertaining. Um, another movie that my dad has just been raving about is this movie called The Revenant. Have you heard about this? It's on HBO. I don't know. It's um, what's his name? Uh, Leonardo Le- DiCaprio. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Did I get that right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he's the main character in this movie. It's back in the pioneer days. Was uh, this the one where he goes off to avenge? Yes. His- okay. Yep. His son is murdered in front of him, and okay, yeah, and he goes to invert. So I do know about this movie. Yeah, and so this, this was, this is not a movie I would have ever chosen to watch on my own. Um, and halfway through the movie, I'm thinking this is not a movie I would ever choose to sit and watch. But my dad was convinced that this would be a movie I'd probably be interested in, especially knowing that it is a true story. Mm-hmm. So I did watch it all the way through. Um, it actually has a Weasley brother in it. Okay. Yeah. So there's a connection to Harry Potter there, (coughs) which is uh, he plays an army captain. Um, But yeah, so, you know, I watched this. It was it was an entertaining story, somewhat gruesome story. It was a very slow moving story. In the end, it was worth watching. I'll, I'll say that. But had it not been for my dad suggesting it and also the fact that the next time I'll see him, I, it'll give me something to talk to, you know, as, as it'll be a conversation piece. So for that, I'm glad I actually watched it. it yeah. It, interesting story and pretty wild what this one man had to go through. But yeah, the revenant. I watched that. Cool. We watched bride wars together. <laughs> I love that movie. I never get tired of watching that movie ever. Yeah. Like seriously ever. I could I could go upstairs and watch it again. 
So I had saved that off of the preview weekend as well. Yeah. And yeah, that was, I actually have we have that on Blu-ray or DVD or something. Do we? Yeah. Okay. That that was interesting. It was fun. I enjoyed it. It was good. Yes. It, that, that was the second time I've seen it. Which the first time was enough for me, but you when I had actually said I thought it was that whole I thought it was the uh, Bridesmaids movie, okay. which I never saw. I, I I mean, it's not like I was really looking forward to seeing Bridesmaids. All, from what I know, it's a really raunchy comedy or whatever. But I figured, you know, hey, it's on here and, you know, maybe it's um, something to watch during the evening or on a weekend or something like that while I'm laying back and just chilling on the couch. And so I was thinking it was Bridesmaids and then it was Bride Wars and I'm like, oh, it's that. And you're like, well, if you don't want to watch it, I can go back up and rate. I'm like, oh, we'll watch it together. And we did. And I enjoyed it. It was fun. still adorable. It, 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 it actually still holds up pretty well. It does. Given, given its age, it still holds up pretty well. Yep. Yeah. It's got Jake Jagowski in it. Whoever that is. It's Brian Greenberg is the actor's name, but he played a character named Jake Jagowski on One Tree Hill. Oh, okay. Who is an adorable character that you just have to love. And so. Gotcha. Jake Jagowski. So there was that. Yeah. So it's lots, lots of entertainment. We we still have tons of time because now, you know, this this week, Stephanie had been gone with the kids uh, to Lexington and McKenna and I were here by ourselves. McKenna and I had a great date night uh, one night. I can't remember. Did we go to Agave's? I don't um, know. You I, told me you went to Dewey's. We went to Dewey's Pizza. Had the most amazing conversation. And That's because that child's a deep thinker. She is a deep thinker. Oh my goodness. She was um, in the car one day ranting about the people who treat her like a child. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you have to understand you're 11. When they look at you, they see a child. Like, but she she has deeper conversations than some of the adults that I talk to. McKenna, ha- she thinks and processes things and has conversations at the level of a, of, a, of a 27-year-old. Yeah. Seriously. And she hates to be treated like a child. Yeah. Absolutely hates now, it. But she, understand, she understands that she does not have the wisdom... And the life experience right, of a twenty-seven-year-old. Right, she understands that she is. She 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 will even tell you yeah. that she goes. I understand that my perspective is is limited from my life experience. I mean, she she's like so. I'm I may have some opinions, but it's not always based upon experience and right. and a and a wide knowledge base. I mean, but she's even saying this. In Those her are the words that she's using to tell you that. Yeah, she's um, she's an incredible conversationalist she is she really is so yeah but she was she goes dad do you mind if i ask you some political questions <laughs> so we i mean and and it's I, fun to have it's so fun to have political conversations with mckenna mm-hmm. because she's genuinely interested in what you believe and why you believe it and at the same time making a wise decision about what she believes yes not just what we tell her to believe. Yeah, it's, it's she's she's not listening so that you can help her decide what it you know help her come to exactly what you just said. Yeah, I yeah she 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 wants to make up her own mind about what she believes about anything and everything. Yep. Uh, but she's interested and curious to learn what it is you believe and why you believe it. Unless you're shoving it down her throat, in which case she's Th- then done she has and zero she'll walk interest. Away. She's yeah. like, yep, nope, this is done. We're yep. done. We're done now. I gotta go. 
Yep. <laughs> which is which is cool because that's never been a that's never no. been the type of well I'm not saying that that there was a time when that was the type of was way it, that I approached my faith. It was, but I don't think it's ever been with her. Oh like, no! I think no. that. I've changed way before she came around. Yeah. Well, not before she came around, but before she could understand. Okay. Fair enough. She was born in 2005. We didn't leave the the congregational gatherings until 2011. That's true. So. Yeah. You're right. So it's yeah. just, we changed before she was knowledgeable of, of, you know, drawing her own conclusions and making up her own mind and... Yeah. She's been raised in an environment of freedom. She has. And what's funny is that you can so see the difference between the two. Um, And when I say two, I mean Megan and Matthew together as a who spent more time under that very rigid shoving what we believed at them. And then McKenna, who is just like, I am who I am. You love me or you don't. (laughs) This is this is, you know, what you see is what you get. And and we're gonna we're gonna go from here. Exactly. Yes. So there you go. I think that's enough for this week's episode. I I guess we okay. had more in there than I thought we yeah. did. <laughs> it was fun, um just on this whole um faith, talking about not shoving our faith down their throat and stuff, you know. But um, so Matthew doesn't really talk about his faith often, and. So he really surprised me this weekend. We were at in Lexington um, Friday night where um, was it at dinner? It was either at dinner or on our way back to the hotel when they were finished for the night. And he says, Mom, have you ever just heard a piece of music and it's like Jesus is standing next to you? Like you can feel him through the music. And I said, well, yeah, but I have. And he says, yeah, we're singing a song like that. That's awesome. <laughs> and it was um, Let Everything That Hath Breath. And he absolutely loved that piece of music. And that was exciting for me. It was just, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway, that's all. Oh, real quick, while this music's playing us out. Yes. There was a new television show we watched last night, two episodes of. the th- <laughs> You, myself, and Megan. Megan. Yes. What was that show called? American Housewife. Oh, man. This show. Horrible. But I mean, it was here's, funny here's at the, the same thing. time. Yes, because it is. It has it has such potential because there are some things that are like spot on. And then there are other parts where like, did we really have to go there? <laughs> like, <laughs> didn't we really have to go there? But um, I absolutely I, I liked it because there are just enough spot on hilarious things going on that um yeah so if you i think you you didn't like it because they show the dad as the dude who's sitting on the toilet for 30 minutes like (laughs) ignoring the world no i mean i enjoyed it it was i'm just saying it was bad in that it's like oh my gosh that's that's bad you should be joking he's getting sick like yeah he's sick and in bed and i need to see yeah and yeah it was spot on speaking of sick no, I know. I I'm know. bringing it up on purpose. I know you are. Anyway, thank you guys for tuning in, and uh, we'll be back again next week, and we'll hopefully <laughs> have some more stuff to talk about then. And we'll see. We'll see. Until then, we encourage you to live your life on purpose and have a lot of fun in the process. Always. Always.